This is Ashley, and this is School and Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. First up in mentor moment, I want to share the power and importance of your relationship with your supervisor. I had my last one-on-one with my supervisor uh, of the year just a couple of days ago, and he kicked off the meeting by asking me, how would I surmise 2023? How would I speak to the work that I've done this year? Um, How would I surmise my personal life? Like, how would I summarize the experiences I've had this year? And I told him that for me, 2023 was all about tenacity. And I'll share more about the themes from 2023 and what I'm hopeful for for 2024 in I Digress. But as I shared that with him, I talked about um, the challenges of starting in this new role um, in August of 2023, the challenges of leading a team that had gone without a supervisor for about a year and a half, um, the challenges of um, leading a really dynamic and diverse team um, with a lot of different personalities and perspectives, and Um, as well as um, just how proud I am of the work that I've done um, in my role and the outcomes that I've driven um, and the results that I've um, been able to move the team forward on um, in my work. And, you know, he uh, concurred with me and praised me for the work that I've done and, you know, just uh, share that he um, saw me as a valued member of the team um, and, uh, wanted to express his gratitude and appreciation and acknowledgement of the hard work that I'd been making um, in my short time in the organization. Um, And I'm just so grateful for a supervisor who sees me. I'm so grateful for a supervisor who acknowledges um, the value of my expertise and gives me opportunities to shine. And it just reminds me of the power and importance of supervision. It reminds me of the power and importance of having a supervisor who sees you, who values you, who recognizes you, um, and it can amplify your work and your voice in rooms that matter. And I would say for sure, um, I've worked in environments where I didn't have a supervisor who saw me, who couldn't amplify my voice, who... Um, basically brushed my good ideas under the rug or um, took them as their own. And that is such a debilitating and um, regretful position to find oneself in. So I, in this mentor moment, I just want to remind you that supervision can be good. Having a good supervisor is possible. If you're in a situation right now in your career where your supervisor sucks, for lack of a better word, know that it doesn't have to be that way um, and that you can work for and with someone who sees the value of your expertise, um, where you're compensated appropriately, where um, that relationship adds value to your life and is not a source of regret. And if you need help advocating for yourself with your supervisor, positioning yourself as an expert in that relationship, understanding who your supervisor is and how to navigate that relationship appropriately or um, support in finding and securing a new job so that you can have the kind of supervision you deserve, I want you to know that I'm accepting mentees right now. And I'm excited to support you and having the kind of supervision relationship Um, that is positive and fruitful.
you can go right to my website at mentor-me.org to schedule a call with me um, to talk more about supervision and what you're hopeful for in the new year. Again, that's mentor-me.org and I'm accepting new mentees right now. I look forward to serving you. Next up is I digress. And this week, we're talking about reflections from 2023 and hopes for 2024. Um, I'm going to share a bit of um, my reflections on 2023 and just some of the things that I experienced. Um, I'm going to share some questions that you can ask yourself to prompt um, some reflections on the year and um, and then I'm going to just share my hope and aspirations for 2024 um, and share with you how you can set up some of the same. So if I had to choose a word to reflect on my experience in 2023, um, as I shared earlier, it, w- it would be tenacity. Um, I would say that I'm a very tenacious person, but it's not a muscle that I like to or often have to flex. Um, I operate out of an extreme place of ease. You know, I I don't get worked up. I don't get overwhelmed. Um, I set, I've been intentional to set my life up in a way that um, honors my values. And so I don't have to be tenacious. I don't have to grind. I don't have to work hard or get it out of the mud because my life is such that it doesn't require that. But I think this year, 2023, it just was a year of tenacity. I started the year um, in a new role, um, started the year in a new role. And within weeks of starting that role, like recognized that it wasn't a good fit for me. Um, I was tenacious and trying to get things done, trying to advance things, trying to advocate for myself and others, um, but quickly recognized it was not a good fit um, and uh, resigned from that role four months into the year. Um, That was really tough for me, Um, not because I've not resigned from a job before um, that I hated, because listen, maybe I will quit a job. I'm I'm not that pressed. Like I've quit before, I'll quit again. Um, <laughs> but um, I think it was challenging because it was a job that I was doing well at. Um, it was a job that I was driving change in. It was a job where I was, you know, driving impact. It was the kind of title that I wanted and it was the kind of pay that I deserved. And so um, and I had more responsibility in my life than I had had previously. So um, I ha- I was married. I was a homeowner. So in the past, when I quit jobs, um, you know, I, I wasn't that. Like I wasn't, I didn't have a partner. I didn't have someone else relying on me. I didn't have a mortgage, right? Um, and so I think that it was a harder decision because I had those external factors Um, that I hadn't had before in my career, but I knew that it was, you know, the best decision for me. And, you know, as we close out 2023, I certainly have no regrets on that decision, but it was hard. It was a hard decision to, to make and to come to. Um, And it took tenacity to sort of think through that decision and to make that decision and to honor that it was decision. 
it was the decision for me. Um, and that decision had so many impacts on my life for the rest of 2023. So like I said, um, I, I, uh, quit that role, um, just after four months. Um, and so that, um, like resigned at the, I think at the beginning of May, 2023. Um, so like basically the first quarter of the year, you know, I had started a new job, quickly realized it wasn't a good fit, kind of be tenacious through it. Um, and then made the decision to resign and then kind of process my decision out and, and then actually resigned. Um, and then my wedding anniversary was in June of 2023. So that was, it was our very first wedding anniversary, um, you know, one year married and I had just effectively like resigned from my job and kind of, um, you know, share with my partner that, you know, we'd be relying on my savings and my emergency fund to, you know, help, um, support us financially, which, um, you know, while I had, you know, talked to him about my decision to resign and, you know, he generally was supportive. Um, I think that was scary for him. That was, you know, scary for him that I'd made that decision and that I wouldn't actively be working, um, for a period of time while I search for new opportunities. Um, and so that made our first wedding anniversary kind of awkward. And I don't know, like we had talked about like going out of the country and doing all of these things. And, you know, because I had resigned, that just wasn't, that was no longer sort of possible or feasible. Um, and so, yeah, it, it made it challenging. You know, we really had to have some tough conversations, um, around that time around, you know, our values and our priorities and, and the value of work and the meaning of it. And, um, the importance of savings and and having something to fall back on, right? Like all of those things were really tough conversations that we were having during that time, which was uncomfortable, but necessary. Um, and something that we certainly got through, but something that what I didn't anticipate, right? At the beginning of the year, I'm grateful that I found and secured a new job, um, in August of 2023. And so there was a period where, you know, generally, in addition to working full time in industry, I've worked full time in my business. And so uh, for May, June and July of 2023, I was just working full time in my business, which was definitely um, a shift, um, you know, thankfully and gratefully um, mentor me as a business is very profitable. Um, it does well for itself. Um, but that was certainly a shift um, in just my, my general finances. And, um, and so that was, uh, different than years prior, but I'm grateful that I found a secure, a new job. Um, and like I talked about at the, the top of the episode, um, just having a really positive and supportive supervisor, um, has been really affirming, um, in that role and, and something that I'm really, really proud of. Then, you know, when you start a new role, you're back to that tenacity, like getting to know people, sort of understanding the organization, understanding the pitfalls of the organization, what's working there, what's not, what value you can add, how do you fit in, how do you show up, how do you grow and expand the conversations the organization is having, um, how do you drive impact, right? So all of that was things that I was kind of thinking through and working through when I started that new role. And, and like I said, you know, during all this time, I'm... um 
had joined a new chapter of my sorority. So I'm making friends, I'm getting to know people, I'm building relationships. Um, I'm getting to know my community. Um, we're finalizing the details on our home um, in terms of um, renovation on the home or adding things, adding new furniture, um, things like that. And so, yeah, it just really was a year of me pushing through. And again, while I'm grateful for that tool, I don't want to have to rely on it. And so as you reflect on your 2023, I guess I ask you, how would you surmise 2023? What kind of themes kept coming up for you? Are there muscles that you had to flex in this year that you normally don't have to flex? Or were you able to kind of rely on your strengths to get you through? Um, What pitfalls did you keep falling to or what wins did you see consistently um I think that that is important work to reflect on and I know I have done that reflection and it it was really meaningful to me so now as we look ahead to 2024 I feel like I spent most of 2023 just trying to fill up my cup just trying to keep water in my cup just trying to plug the holes and keep the cup moisturize <laughs> keep water in the cup make sure the 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 cup was um being sustained um and while i don't feel like the cup is necessarily full what i'm hopeful for in the year is ahead is to fill that cup and to be operating in overflow i really want to be operating in overflow um i i don't want to fail to a scarcity mindset I don't want to um, get complacent. I don't want to sit in a a place where tenacity is how I live my life. While it is a skill that I have and a tool that I can and will use when necessary, it's not the space I want to operate from. I really want to operate from a spirit and a space of abundance, of more, of of overflow. And so that is the mindset that I'm walking into 2024 with, um, that my cup will be full and that I will be operating in the overflow. That is my prayer. That is my earnest desire. That is what I'm walking toward. That is what I'm fixated on. And I believe that God will truly fulfill that desire. And so as you look ahead to 2024, I ask you, you know, What is your earnest prayer for the year ahead? What mindset do you want to be operating out of? What did 2023 teach you that, what did 2023 teach you and how can you apply that lesson in the year ahead? Um, And I hope that you take some time to reflect on that that you think about the behaviors and the attitudes and the decisions that would allow you to flex the muscle of what you learned in 2023 and apply it in the year ahead. I am praying for you and praying for your heart's desire. And I'm excited. I'm so excited for the year ahead. And I digress. Last but not least is TVT. And as the year winds down, 
Um, I have um, been watching um, and am also anticipating some good TV. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about what I've been watching um, and um, what I'm looking forward to in the year ahead. So as you all know, I'm always re-watching some of my faves. So I've been re-watching Law, Law and Order SVU. I think I'm on season 11 right now. Um, and um, I forgot how much personal stuff is infused in Law and Order SVU with Benson and Stabler. Like Stabler um, has what six kids. His wife is ready to divorce him. One of his kids suffers from schizophrenia. Another one is like a rebellious, rebellious bad boy. I mean, oh my goodness. Like his mentors and friends betray him. Oh, it's just a mess. And then, um, or excuse me, I guess that's Stabler. And then Benson, um, Olivia Benson, she, uh, is the child of, um, a violent crime or the result of a violent crime. Um, she, uh lost her mother i don't think she knows her father she has a brother who she's getting to know who's like maybe a criminal um so much trauma and drama and of course the show is already heavy like it's a very heavy topic but then the two lead lead and main characters have all this plot uh surrounding them um and it just reminds me that it is a such an involved show, but I I love it, I love it, I love it. So I'm rewatching that. Um, if you're a Law, Law and Order SVU fan, whoop, whoop, shout out to us. Um, I also um, just started watching my life. Uh, oh, and I should say that I'm rewatching Law and Order SVU on Hulu. Um, I also recently started watching My Life with the Walter Boys. It's a uh one. Um, I guess like an eight show series on Netflix and it chronicles the story of a I guess Latino um, young girl maybe 14 15 16 whose parents and sister die in a terrible accident in New York City um, and then she's sent to live with her mom's best friend in Colorado who has 10 kids um it is a ruckus and a circus um in all the ways that you can imagine um it's giving to all the boys I loved before with the cross of a Hallmark movie with the with a splash of random diversity um it is odd but wildly comforting um during this season so I've been watching that I think I have two shows two episodes to go before the end of the first season um and I definitely hope it gets picked up again um I love a good like Netflix series um I hate that there are always only like three seasons two or three seasons they never let them run long enough but I really do enjoy it it's cute um and I'm really looking forward to um a new movie in theaters now called American Fiction it's got literally, and I mean literally, all of my faves in it. Sterling K. Brown, Tracy Ellis Ross, Issa Rae. Um, it's literally got everybody in it. So I just am um, excited about 
this movie, this very black movie, um, being in theaters. Um, I know it's going to be really good. I mean, I am planning to see it in the coming um, weeks. Uh, excited about it. Super excited about it. Um, so that's what's going on in my TV land, in my TV space. Um, I did watch the latest season of Selling Sunset, but it made no sense. Every Everything was outlandish. Um, but, you know, I do love to catch up with the girls and their, you know, ridiculous outfits and their, you know, ridiculously priced homes they're trying to sell. Uh, and I am excited about the new office that um, the the boys have. It looks gorgeous. Um, so... Yeah, I um, am full of TV and excited that both the writer the writer strike is over and that hopefully the actor strike will be over soon too, or it is over. I can't remember, um, but that will get really good TV back um, in the new year. So that wraps up this week's episode of School and Life. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for um, hearing and sitting with my reflections on the last year and. Um, my hopes and aspirations and prayers for the year ahead. Um, you can expect more episodes of School and Life in 2024. I will be recording more regularly. So if you aren't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe, make sure you share School and Life podcasts with a friend um, and stay connected to this community. It's only up from here. School's out. Class dismissed.